Okay, I think we're good. Is everybody ready to do the thing? I think so. Certain definitions ready. I mean, I just, I'm not quite in the mental uh, place yet. But Look, I woke up like recently, so I get it. Okay. I'm going to make a cup of tea real quick, if yeah, that's go okay. That will help. I'm going to continue drinking my whiskey smash. What's it smashed with? Sour mix. Oh, I was going to joke, Mike, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> True. Who are you? Cremation? For a second, I thought you Only said cremation, kids. and I was like, no, that's David. What? I was saying you're not cremation, you're Dave. David is cremation? <laughs> That's not how the line goes. Just go make your tea, damn it. I, I, let me tell you about wireless headsets. Ah, fuck. I'm making my tea right now. <laughs> David, did I ever tell you about the time that I was wearing my wireless headset in the bathroom and they had to ask me to mute my mic? Because he peed. Because I peed. We had to ask mm -hmm. him to mute his mic and his mic. <laughs> let me let me tell you, Mike. I remember to mute my mic when I go to the bathroom. You got too much, got too much audio coming off your mic. If you could just make sure to mic. jiggle it a few I times mean, and get, mute we... that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see the skull I made or printed? Yeah. I'm still gonna put it together. I am excited about craft project. So, uh, is that like something you'll be? Carrying around, so or... no, you put it on your shelf in your ship, and then you bring it back to port and you give it to this lady on a hill, and she makes you a better soul taker. Yeah, so like since coronavirus and everything, we're not going to be able to like go out and, and trick or treat, so we're looking for ways to like make the house fun and spooky for the kids. So we're gonna like find a fun, age appropriate, spooky movie to watch and have a glowing skull on the table and like little cardboard bats everywhere and, and that sort of stuff. Aaron, hmm. if you could help me out here. What's up? Uh, if you've got any suggestions on how I can convince people to allow me to purchase a 12 foot skeleton. <laughs> because I'm can you buy it? Nose from all can of my you partners. buy it in installment plans? You like they bring it over them. one limb at a time? You have to convince them of reusability, so like have outfit suggestions for Christmas and uh, New Year's and things like that for your giant. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely convince them that you're just going to be that skeleton house now. So <laughs> I've got a two-headed Halloween dragon already, and I've got a Christmas dragon. So the response is, you already have a dragon, uh, they're, they're not which wrong. is true, but there's nothing goes better with a skeleton than a dragon. That's true. I think it's written in like The Hobbit or something. Or more skeletons. That's right. A skeleton for your skeleton. A smaller army of skeletons maybe scaling your house. Yeah, I want to put skeletons in my skeleton so that they can skeleton when it's skeletons. Could you find an enormous trench coat and then five or six smaller skeletons to stack? Ooh. You can make it educational. Have the kids help you label the bones as you assemble it. Oh my goodness, that sounds great too. Boom. That's that's the homeschooling right there. 
Yeah, we're going to do that with one of our kids. You could do that creepy thing where you make a skeleton out of skeletons. Like like Voltron style almost. Just just bend a few of them. So it's like each leg is made of three skeletons. And then the torso is, is like the arms. And make a real weird like bone golem thing. That'll involve a lot of work. But it'll be real cool. Oh man. I was looking for scary stuff at Home Depot. And they've got this thing that moves unnaturally and like this i just would rather them be creepy as opposed to like artificially weird mm. battery operated Ugh, no not hard no you can get a nine and a half foot pre-lit beetlejuice sandworm inflatable link because the kind of thing i could like smuggle in somewhere or it's a nine and a half foot pre-lit Beetlejuice <laughs> sandworm inflatable. Sure, but like, uh, I think that's yeah, but it's inflatable. So is it a shower or a grower? It's a little bit of both. You put it down and you inflate it. So it gets to a certain height, but then you gotta rub it to get the full effect. You can get a seven foot animated bone witch. Animated bone witch, huh? It's not bad. This is going to be the first part of our podcast. It's just looking at shit at Home Depot. And I'm on board with it. This is that Home Depot skeleton podcast. You know, there's... That that unwanted by my partner's Halloween decoration <laughs> podcasts. Okay, so I really like the animated Bone Witch. Yeah. But it will absolutely terrify people. Huh. Just, I mean, you know, maybe that's maybe that's just what you need, and you don't realize it. No, so, it's more of a the the other partners will not consent. Mm, okay. Funny, somewhat related story. Uh, I bought a a baby Yoda doll at Costco. Uh-huh. Do 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 baby Yoda. And my four year old is terrified of it. Nice. But my almost two-year-old loves it and carries it around and puts it in weird places where my four-year-old spots it and screams. Kind of awesome and kind of horrible, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's like all sorts of weird and bad stuff, so. Hey, this one's fun. That's some whiskey sour. It's like a ghost with a a, a prehensile tail, so you can wrap it around stuff. Hmm. Oh no. No, oh, that's pretty nice. This one um wouldn't scare anybody. Oh god, no. <laughs> it's fine. No. It's fine. Well they have a video so you can see it in motion. <gasps> Do they? Yes. Well yeah, it might be creepier in motion. I'm willing to I'm willing to give that possibility for sure. Wait, it, it's an advertisement for like the company, so it's got multiple statues shown. So I don't, I want to see. You have to skip until like halfway through, and then it'll show you what's going on. Mm, these are not nearly as scary in the daytime. <laughs> well, no. That is a weakness of Halloween decorations generally, I find. Okay, how do I add to cart? <laughs> there should be a button. Um, oh, sea lore price in cart. All right. It says add to cart. Add to my cart. That is not a lower price. 
No, it's just further down the page. It's like a lower price. It only takes three AA batteries. That's less than a Game Boy. Yeah, I mean like the original one. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. We got to space on seven AA batteries, so like, I mean, you know, three's not that I don't like great. it how it says add to cart to C price. Yeah, I don't like when anything does that. And it's... That makes it sound expensive. It's $90. I added it to my cart. I saw the price. That was not so it's as much as the 75-inch touch-activated animatronic witch yeah. that's dressed in black. So why is this one three inches taller? Is white fabric that much cheaper? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's thinner. You can get five-foot animated LED pirate skeletons parentheses set of two parentheses for $99. Oh, God. Mouth dreams. No. Sorry. What? Neil's just a re-album. Oh, right. That's the thing David was talking about. Yeah. I, I just didn't I, understand mouth dreams out of context. I, I'm sorry. I told, I told Aaron before anybody else got in, hey, it just came out. Three-foot-tall animated zombie girl with teddy bear and LED eyes. Sometimes less is more. Yep. Okay. How much is a fog machine? Those are expensive and big. I didn't realize this, but there's an Ewok reflected in those glasses. Which glasses? In the Mouth Dreams website. Oh. If you look at the um, Jesse Eisenberg looking dude, his glasses. Look at just staring back at him. It will not load for me. It took a long time for it to load for me, too. I think it's because... Oh, it is an Ewok. Look at that. Yeah. Doesn't he look like Lex Luthor? The Ewok? No, the the person laying down with the glasses. He looks partially dead. Like, his eyes are very inset. Which Lex Luthor, though? Jesse Eisenberg. The guy from Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg! <laughs> yeah. No, it is Jesse Eisenberg. I was right. Social network. Hold on, I just remembered a thing and now I have to watch it. I've washed my hands twice and apparently I still have pepper on my hands because I rubbed my eye. Oh no! <laughs> I had a little fire mustache earlier, it was good. Anyway, I'll watch that video later. We should get on, on, on the thing because it's already almost 8.30 and I need to be better about this stuff. Because we are, have a job to do. Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of That D&D Podcast's Blades in the Dark, City of Redwaters campaign. Um, before we get into uh, planning our daring escapades for tonight, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, my name's Erin. She, her pronouns. I will be playing the part of the DM. Hi, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christine. I'm playing Weaver. Uh, she, her pronouns for both. I, hey, David. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, thought, David. I, no, I'm uh, so used to going in, like, alphabet in order, and then this order is completely different some for somehow. Okay. This is why I always wait until everyone else is gone to do mine. You complain about being last, though. No, no. Last is my spot. Last is the place where I'm not the asshole. Okay, well, Zach, it's your turn. Okay, hi, I'm Zach, he, him pronouns, playing Fang, also he, him pronouns, and somehow still alive. 
Hi, I'm Mike Jodarson Burrard. I don't know who I'm playing. I use he, him pronouns. My characters use they, them, or he, him, depending on which character I'm playing. I'm David. He, him pronouns. Uh, today, I will probably be playing Smoke, who also uses he, him pronouns. All right. I think that's everybody. I just want another person to introduce themselves just to see what happens. <laughs> it's like, out of, like the FBI agent that monitors us. <laughs> that person should hopefully have like therapy provided for them um <laughs> yeah at some point i'm just gonna get charlie in here to introduce himself for the, for the stream and it'll make no sense um cool so last session y'all decided you were going to that is a design for a bed oh here we go <laughs> wrong notes uh y'all decided you were going to kill the chief inspector does that sound right Yes. Okay. Excellent. And that was at the police headquarters in Charter Hall. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Um, so yes, we have the who we're going to kill. Have y'all decided the where we're going to kill and the how we're going to kill? Was there a boat? I don't... In my head, there's a boat, but that's because I think my character has some sort of, like, death wish. Because that's the only reason we would ever get back on another boat. I remember Aaron saying, oh, y'all don't even have a boat. And that's the only boat I remember. <laughs> yeah, when y'all were looking at um, crew upgrades. We spent so long trying to get a boat, and we don't have one. Yeah, see, you would have if not everybody passed out. It's like it's like on Sea of Thieves, if if your ship gets stolen and then you all get knocked out, then it's not really your ship anymore. If it was yours, you'd have been able to hold on to it. It's meant to be that one, guys. Um, Possession is nine-tenths of maritime law, yes. That's true. Uh, so... Did y'all want to hit the police headquarters, or did you want to try to, like, hit him at home in the dead of night? Both places are in Charter Hall, so, like, it's going to be a thing either way. If we're hitting the police headquarters, we are Guy Foxing it. We are not going in through the front door. We are some combination of explosives and just letting Crow go. I guess Crow's not here anymore, is he? Nope. Nope, we got to deal with no one. Finding a new crow and just letting them go wild. I think we should find somewhere else, whether it's in transit on a boat or at a home. I believe my plan was to sneak into this person's home and spike every available beverage container with rage essence. <laughs> oh, we were going to steal uh, the... Poisonous trees from the park, right? That was the thing you were going to do. That was the thing that was discussed. It's all coming back to me now. I can barely recall, but it's all coming back to me now. I never liked that song. It's not great. Resisting the years to sing right now. <laughs> You're all very welcome. Yeah. 
I don't think sneaking into their house was an option because Aaron said we'd have to do a clock to get like more information on where they live or something. Was that what it was that we were clocking? I didn't take enough notes. I apparently didn't either, and I usually take a ton of notes. I thought there was a clock somewhere, and I don't see it. I decided not to do a clock, because I was hoping we could just... That's right, and it was going to be, if you wanted to find out where he lived, it was going to be a clock, and then every time you rolled, there would be a... a wedge marked on another clock for them to find out what you were yeah the brackish mob to f your ass up okay that's what it was f your so, ass up. i don't think we know where his house is to sneak in and <laughs> rage push and everything so i mean i think we we might actually just be overcomplicating it because like all you need to do is is pick what type of job you want this to be and then fill in the missing detail. So, like, the specifics aren't super necessary, I guess? We could figure that out in action. We mm -hmm. just didn't want to walk into a police station and murder the head inspector. So, we're not doing an assault. Well, let's be clear. It's not that we don't want to do that. It's that we think that's a bad idea. Yes. Okay. I think being true. a bad idea has, uh, according to my calculations, never stopped you before ever <laughs> at all once. Yeah, but most of the time, bad ideas involved Crow, and I don't have Crow right now. Mm. Riley is our sneaky person, though, aren't they? Riley, uh, I don't know what I've been spending experience for Riley on, but Riley has two pips in like Finesse and Prowl and Consort and Sway, and that's it. Riley does not have... Uh depth that was okay. um, I guess assault is still an option I mean do violence to a target doesn't mean we just walk in and do it we could hmm what we if the old, you get arrested to get inside the police station thing do you remember that one time have we ever successfully stealthed Y'all made it into a party and then spiked a bottle with rage essence and took a swig out of it without knowing, and it went south immediately. I would I would like to I would like to argue that um, we success we, we kind of successfully stealthed the beginning of the laundry heist, and in a way. Um, <laughs> In a way, Shimmer stealthed the end of it. We kind of stealthed our way in in the fact that we got caught by the cops literally the instant we hit the premises. <laughs> it's called social stealth. Uh-huh, yeah. We walked really slowly up to the building and we're fine until we hit the door. <laughs> oh, so that's what we are. We're, we're testing the police's defenses for private security hired by the chief. Time to go to report to him about what we found out. The engagement role assumes that the PCs are approaching the target as intelligently as they can, given the plan and detail they provided, so we don't need to play out tentative probing maneuvers, special precautions, or other ponderous non-action. The engagement role covers all of that. So, just, just so I'm, I'm clear on what you're proposing here, are you saying that we should be stealth using the stealth? I'm, I'm asking David now. 
You're oh, I'm not proposing that we use the stealth, a stealth action, the stealth job type on the police station. No, I was just arguing that we kind of successfully did use the stealth option once. <laughs> we absolutely, like, the stealth detail is point of infiltration. You know, the place we got caught? Mm-hmm. Right, because we rolled poorly. <laughs> well, we didn't successfully do it then. Mm-hmm. We could do the, hey, we arrested this Wookiee gambit. That would probably get us through. I mean, we have got to have had some sort of availability of blue coat uniforms by now. We've killed enough of them. You know, um, it would be useful if Blue helped out on this. She is a slide. Doesn't one of us have to play Blue? Or she's a, um, whatchamacallit, and we'll do her own thing. I think the only gang members that would be able to be present and helpful in a job are, like, ones being played by people. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember if she was, like, the my friend or if she was a full-blown Yeah, she's a, a real-ass character who's playable by whoever. Aaron did some, did up a character sheet for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, there it is. Well, isn't... Uh... Isn't Riley? Isn't no one also? Yeah. Yep, Riley's slide. Riley can also talk her way past. Or talk our way past. Yep. Pretty similar point allocation, too. What's that? I said there's pretty similar point allocation, too, between the two of you. Riley can consort and sway and use a disguise, so that sounds like fun. Remind me how she or how they have a locket with a dead person inside. <laughs> oh no, no, not there's a picture of a dead person. It's okay. not I was gonna say it was a this notation from Crow. On, the, on the character sheet is very unclear about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have just guessed Crow. Yeah, that would be my. I guess. mean, some sort of memento from Crow as well, he went to prison. <laughs> exactly, but like my thought process there was if Mike played both of them. Like, they never had, like, any real crossover. So. Yeah, Riley likes to collect um, souvenirs from the people we kill. I mean, Crow also liked to collect souvenirs from the people we killed. Well, Crow likes to collect people we killed. Different. <laughs> slightly different. Once they dead, are they still people? Yes. I don't know. That one had a giant tooth maw that... All right. All right. So let's do um, deception, stealth, transport. You, know, you want to get, get a bucket of towels? Are we dressing Riley up as a cop to get us in? Are we pulling the laundry trick on the cop's house? Like, how are we doing I, I really like the laundry trick on the cop's house. That's just amazing. <laughs> but we, you still but we don't, don't know, know where the house, house is. is. Yeah. We'd have do to go do so? something else. We just start a clock on him. We just we just like surreptitiously follow the cop home from the station, <laughs> pushing laundry carts. <laughs> just <laughs> like in the shadows, sneaking the laundry cart ever closer. One time's to. over. Hot <laughs> towel cart, Chief Inspector. I mean, if we can if we can get close enough to 
to hot towel the chief inspector on the way home. I'm also fine with that. It's got to be a euphemism for something. Murder, I think. Yes! Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I was using it. <laughs> I feel like this mission hasn't even started and we're already off the rails somehow. Okay. Uh... <laughs> what I like about the system is it doesn't bog you down in the planning stage. Sure. Yeah, unless you're us. And we're completely <laughs> lost our way. Okay, so we're going to... This is a deception or a stealth then? I feel like we're going to be stronger in stealth. Okay. I feel like I'm personally stronger in deception, but... Okay. So if you're trying to use a disguise, that's going to be deception. If you're trying to, like, break in and do this completely unseen, like, ninja style, that would probably be stealth. Riley already has an established character for this, right? Mm, that's true. They can just put like all those clothes back on and just be the towel magnate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go, the towel magnate going door to door, like in that episode Always Sunny where they were selling gas out of the back of the van, only we're selling towel service. There's the master of the house at home. One of our gang's words really should be brazen. Yeah, that's fair. If we're taking towels, it can also be transport. <laughs> yeah, let's tell. This is ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> okay, Are well, we building which... towels to the police station, or...? Police station has showers, right? No. no. I mean, does anywhere in Deswell have, have running water? shower and... I'm sure there's running water. I mean, we delivered towels else to the hospital. Yes. Okay, so a hospital has more need of, like, linens than a police station does. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to the police station. Maybe they use mm-hmm. towels a lot. They, they do. They, there is a lot of blood, what I understand. <laughs> On their hands, mostly. Yeah. Okay, let's do... Um... I mean, let's do the towel delivery to this person's place. But I guess yeah, absolutely. Do let's just rock up with like two tubs of towels and see how it goes. Aaron, what do we need to roll to find out where you live? Fuck, I don't even know. Um, if you're trying to tail this person, give me like a group stealth roll and tell me who's in charge. All right, I believe that's prowl. Stealth or, or yeah, prowl or hunt. Either way. I got a six. Who's in charge? Well, okay. Who's in charge? We should talk about that first. Well, I mean, I got a six, so. Clearly, Riley's in charge. Okay. So, Prowler Hunt, fire away. So, no one's in charge. So, um. Literally. Riley is straight up Johnny Depping it. <laughs> and we all have to roll. Which Johnny Depp? Wow. Now I gotta leave it to the back half of the party here. Like. Not. Edward Scissorhands, Jack Sparrow, like what? Which which Johnny Depp's are you? More to the Johnny Depp slash end of the spectrum. Less like Johnny Depp is spectrum from the Butcher of Sweeney Todd. Yeah, from Sweeney Todd to Jack Sparrow with like (laughs) Edward Scissorhands is on the Sweeney Todd end of the spectrum, and like Willy Wonka is on the Sweeney Todd end of the spectrum. It's clearly Willy Wonka that you're trying. Yeah, Willy Wonka is the center. 
right? Because it's oh. half half Sweeney Todd, half Johnny, uh, half Johnny Depp. Uh, half this is the most fucked up political compass I've ever heard of. I man, even like even Riley's personality spectrums are non-binary because like these things are over here. Like so so sorry. So is it the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka that's in the center? Yeah. And then it, what? The, the center. The, the center of what? Children's inside. nightmares? Yeah. Like what? What? And then what? The Gene, the Gene Wilder is the other one. Oh, no, no, no. This is this is a Johnny Depp alignment scale, not a Gene Wilder one. Okay, so one end is Sweeney Todd. The middle is Willy Wonka, and then who is the other end of the spectrum? Jack Sparrow. I feel like Hunter S. Thompson should be on there somewhere. Is this a yeah, is this like a, a luck versus aptitude scale? I think Hunter S. Thompson is like two inches straight north all the way to the Jack Jack Sparrow side of the graph though. Because like Jack Sparrow, like he it was all luck, like the appearance of confidence, but most of it was luck, and then I feel like Sweeney Todd was like focus and devotion to doing the murdering and was skilled at the things he was doing. I don't know. I could be wrong. It's not my scale. Yeah, but I, I, I do think that uh, Edward Scissorhands is on the Edward Sweeney side of the spectrum because it's like the menace, either intentionally or unintentionally. I feel like Edward Scissorhands is very close to wherever Willy Wonka goes on that spectrum, though. No, because like Edward Scissorhands... They're the same characters. One of them just can't talk and has knives for hands. One of them kills children. Knives for hands. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, Willy Wonka only provides the opportunities for the children to kill themselves. That's right. That's right. It's a free death market for those kids. <laughs> okay. Look, I think the point is is that this is definitely closer to the Hunter F. Thompson slash um, Jack Sparrow end of the spectrum than the the butcher of whatever street. I mean, Hunter S. Thompson is basically fueled by drugs, paranoia, and overconfidence. So yeah, definitely, we already, agree. we already said Willy Wonka, or, or, or definitely already said the Jack Sparrow <laughs> on the spectrum. Yeah, Jack Sparrow is basically Hunter S. Thompson, but he has a goal and a hat. And a hat. There you go. Yeah, because like I can imagine Hunter S. Thompson being told that he's the worst reporter I've ever heard of, and Hunter S. Thompson saying. But you have heard of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So now that we've firmly established where we are on the Johnny Depp scale of things, uh, I still believe that we have one have role outstanding. Okay. Like, it's the, the, the fingers in the air, sort of. All right, my loves, this way. Uh, David, I'm going to need a prowl from you, as if I'm running the game. But one would presume, ah, Christine, that's too low. It's too Wait, low. why do we all... Uh, so you're leading... I thought yeah. we were making an engagement role. No, no, we're doing a hunt or prowl in order to... No, we're to... doing a group action in order to see if y'all are able to find out where oh, this person's okay. fucking home is. All right. You... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, hold on a second. Is Sweeney Todd on that graph three times? Twice. That's the joke. It's two okay. like it's it's two different axes. So from like 
Where, how menacing are you from Sweeney Todd to Jack Sparrow? And how skilled are you from Sweeney Todd to Jack Sparrow? And then Willy Wonka's in the middle. <laughs> Can we post that into the RPG chat thread? Because I think that that is that is worthy of further discussion. So those are values and not like people dots. Like those are the the high and low end of the thing, and I wasted a piece of paper on this. <laughs> Hurt. Uh, I will. Don't worry. I will make up a digital version for you. Oh, sweet. Thanks. Okay. So, what, do I get four stress from Christine's too? I mean, I'll give you four stress if you want. No. 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 I, you, I don't you, you only get a, one stress per failure. So one stress. Yeah. All right. I got a stress. Unlike in real life, where I already have several stress. Mm -hmm. Same. When you take a group action, the effect level is increased by one. With Together We Rise. So, hooray. There was something. So, is it increased from standard to great, or was it increased from loaded to standard? Fuck, I don't know. Y'all still got a six. You know where this guy lives now. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Anything to move us on. <laughs> We've already worn Aaron out. This is the power of our shenanigans. Life has worn me out. I'm, 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 headache. Um, I'm headache. Yeah. Yeah. So you know where he lives now. So if you want to attack him at his house, you can attack him at his house. We should go do that. What type of job is it? <laughs> <laughs> So it's stealth, right? Yeah. Oh, good with stealth. I don't like that gif. He's much too pale. How are I'm you? Good with stealth too. How are you infiltrating his house? Uh, towels. Fuck you. He's rich. He's got to get his towels delivered, right? It's mm -hmm. apart from work. Cleaning we deliver staff. fresh hot towels. And in return, you let us in to deliver the fresh out towels. Let me in so I can protect you. From what? For what I'm going to do to you if you don't let me in. That's right. I don't think towels are a point of infiltration. <laughs> the back I mean, door? For the rest of the crew. Yeah, the, the serving, the serving gate. Yeah, the deliveries like, gate if his place is big enough. like How rich is this individual? Like, Do they have, a, are they part of a gated community? He's in a fancy part of town, has his own, like, police patrol around his house pretty much all times, is in a gated community in the fancy part of town. He is the head of a corrupt-as-hell police department. He's got money, and he's got connections. Okay. Then, yeah. Yeah, this is totally going to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, let's call, let's call it a transport. I will be the towel magnet. I will have several people stashed in towel containers. Are you pushing all of these by yourself? Um, I mean, probably not. I should probably have like servants that do the pushing for me. You do have that one cohort. Well, there's also us. We don't all have to go in the towel bin. <laughs> okay, towel bins. Cool. Got it. We can, we we can have, figure we out this. Your sized towel I, I'm just going to assume that y'all are going to fit your two smaller people in the towel bins. Yeah. We don't know who's smaller. For all we know, March is like seven foot tall. 
It's never really come up. Are you taking March or are you taking Weaver? I was planning on taking Weaver. Okay. okay. March is smaller than Weaver, though. It's great that that's a consideration in a lot of our jobs, actually. <laughs> Before we hire you onto this gang of ne'er-do-wells, what are your feelings on really closed spaces, like namely towel carts, for instance? I feel like you've had a great interview. You're, you're, you're a strong candidate for the position, but first we're going to need to see if you fit in this suitcase. Get in the fucking court. All right. Uh, please choose your loadouts and mark them on your sheet. Oh, shit. We're walking in a plain sight. I kind of got to go late, probably. Yes. So I guess that's another consideration is who's going to go light and the people who are in the cart can go heavier armed. But, you know, if you, yeah, it's a balance, you know, it's all a balance. I think if whoever is in the cart gets spotted before we're doing the thing is probably busted anyway. I don't think those folks can probably safely go medium or heavy if they want. Although they probably want to be able to run away a little bit faster. So, yeah. Right, so who's going in the carts? I'm sorry. I don't know who's going in the carts. I was distracted by children noises. I mean, I can get in the cart. I, I mean, Fang will totally get in the cart. Uh, if we're putting the smaller people in the cart, I don't know what size uh, David's character is. David, this is where you interject. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> Smoke. Like, I didn't have much to contribute till now, but <laughs> Smoke likes having more load because it means he can shoot more things. Solid plan. Solid plan. Okay, I will push one of the carts then. I'll be in a cart. Armed and I will be armed <laughs> as appropriate to a gentleman's or a gentle person's retainer. Yeah, I'll be light as well. Okay. Would you pick um, Weaver? I did normal since I'm going to be in a cart. Okay. Um, Engagement role. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? Yeah. Did we kill the people so you can get a die for Sherlock yet? Isn't that what we're doing? I think so. I'm trying to pull up the the list. Is daring a synonym for stupid? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. I feel like we're definitely riding that line. Ooh. In order to, to be able to take a, a die for luck, you have to kill the governor. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, future goals. Bullet daring, yes. This is operation overly contingent or complex or contingent on many factors. I mean, not really. Just towels, really. Does the plane's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? No. He is not weakest at his house. Is the target strongest against this approach, or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? I think armed patrol gated community 
fortified house. Having the perks and and uh, things that come with being who he is is probably a special preparation or defense. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Anybody have somebody who might be able to help? I mean, I know a drug dealer who might be able to help us deal drugs. I don't know if that helps directly, but like maybe we can deal drugs at Wrapped the... in the towels. Why are we dealing drugs? <laughs> well, there's going to be people who want to stop us and like search the, the drug baskets, the towel baskets. Okay. So what? I mean, I guess if we're going to be doing something like assassinating a cop, we might as well go all in on the illegal part. We can just transport drugs into the house, too. That's fine. We'll plot well, them there. <laughs> it's not like they were going to let us go anyway if they got us. So I know an information broker. Okay. Which I feel it would help us with, you know, like how fortified is this side of town. But. <laughs> Since David's working on the graph, I would just like to point out that his contact is a launderer. <laughs> and I know ah! that it doesn't mean towels. I I feel like we talked about the last time we did the... Uh, Probably. I feel like we did talk about that, actually, the last time we did the towel gambit. Maybe. I'd... But were you smoke or shimmer the last time we did towels? You killed your friend who was a cop. You were Shimmer. Oh, so I, I was Shimmer, and then Shimmer went away for a yeah. long time. So I didn't. So no, I didn't have the launderer. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? I bet, I bet the launderer I know though does run an actual like you know cleaning company because that's where money laundering got its name, right? Historically. <laughs> I don't know. Or is it just an expression to say that it... No, the term money laundering is said to have its origins from the mafia's ownership of laundromats in the U.S. in the 20s and 30s. Nice. Yeah. So because, you know, they need a legitimate source for the money, so they took the crooked money, you know, that they got from bootlegging and gambling and whatever, uh, less cool crimes. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, then they said, oh, hey, all this came from our laundromat business. Okay, yeah, so, you know. I mean, I'm happy to use my contact. I was mostly just really amused. No, it's it makes sense. So we can we can get we can totally get uh, a hook up there. Oh, but not like an actual towel hookup. I mean, babies also, but I bet I bet Ilva could like. Um, Sorry, you said bootlegging. You reminded me of that tweet. <laughs> wow. I I think um, because they, you know, run a legitimate enterprise, they probably can provide us with, you know, some uh, uniforms or credentials or something that would allow us to pass this off better. We do have high-quality credentials, too. So, like, our papers are in order. We Well, I mean, 
if there's something we can think of that we wouldn't normally have access to, we might yeah. be able to get it from my contact. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's where the extra die would come from. I'd, we, I'd probably have to, like, do her a favor or something. But That's fine. I don't remember exactly how that works. But you just Yeah, I had to do a favor last time for... What's her face? My best friend, whose name is... <laughs> Salia. My best friend who goes to another city. She totally exists. You just don't know her. She's my best friend, and that's why I can remember her name without having the stall. Let me just open this character sheet real quick. Hmm. Okay. So I think with with the laundry stuff and with an info broker, um, this probably helps you, like, look the part and also get in through maybe like a small gap in the patrols or something um you get info on routes so you can you know get to the house easier okay so that'll be a die are enemy enemies or rivals interfering in the operation well brackish mob still hates you until word gets out we have a weird alliance with them right now, don't we? So, brokered by. So, yeah, Crow helped hopefully end this war. But, like I was saying last session, what that means right now is since y'all know about it and they don't yet, mm. they may try to interfere and y'all can't kill them or else it'll be war still. So. I don't know that the brackish mob would want to protect a cop, though. But that doesn't mean they're not going to interfere with the operation. They but just may screw you over trying to leave. Yeah, yeah, it's not that they're protecting a cop. It's just that they're fucking with our plans. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna be there to mess with your exfiltration. Because if if they're at war with us, they'll attack us, even if it's not in their best interest. Yeah. Um. Any other elements you want to consider? Uh, lower tier target can be plus one die. They're higher tier. You're in a gated neighborhood. There are patrols. There are fortifications and such in place. Um, I can't take away any dice because y'all are at zero. So I think that's where we're going to do our engagement roll. Oof. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on ketzamusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on kai-engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. 